Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Mark Wogenrich from Sports Illustrated joins us. Let's talk bowl games. Let's talk, hey, let's talk Rose Bowl, man, because this is this is pretty darn fascinating. I really hadn't given it any thought until yesterday afternoon, and I hate to give any credit to anything Barstool does because it's it's just ridiculous. But I saw Barstool Penn State tweet out something yesterday about this Rose Bowl possibility if Penn State wins out, Mark. And, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, you, you wrote about it uh, today. What are the chances – that Penn State can go to the Rose Bowl. What do you figure? Twenty twenty five percent because it's not just them winning out. And that might that the, the winning out part might be the hardest part of that equation for them. If you think about it, when they've got to, you know, beat the Michigan teams, but it's not out of the realm. You're looking at basically what you're looking at is you got to get Ohio State in the playoff at twelve and one. Yep, beating the Michigan teams. Penn State wins out nine and three. Then you've got this. You've got that rotation of games between Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, that that sort of thing. They each come out of there with a couple of losses. Where is Penn State going to fall, having beaten both of them? Assuming that. Where are they going to fall then in relation to whoever (laughs) represents whatever's happening out in the West? I tried to look at that. I tried to look at the scenario of what happens if four teams are tied, and that just broke my head i yeah, couldn't right. get through that because there's way too many games and there's head-to-head in there but you know ultimately what you're looking at is it potentially just penn state and iowa these teams went out does penn state have to worry the most about iowa in that scenario at nine and three i mean they could go ten and two iowa has but- by the way minnesota and illinois at home yeah. and then at nebraska look iowa <laughs> could lose any of those games illinois playing oh, yeah. illinois playing well but you, 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 the reason Iowa is important because Penn State lost to them, so you've got a head and head if they're if they're both say nine and three. What about Michigan State? Michigan State to me is interesting. What if Penn State beats Michigan State, but Michigan State finishes ten and two? Does Michigan State right. automatically finish ahead of Penn State for the Rose Bowl? That's a great question because at that point the committee, what we're told, at least what we're told by the committee, is that they do not rank with bowls in mind. They rank with their rankings in mind. So the, those last rankings really the after the top four what what do they mean their, their bowl positioning because the bowls will at this point those new year six bowls will take the highest ranked team that's you know kind of what the rose bowl is going to do but i'm not sure we've had this conversation before at what point does some negotiating come into play between the bowls themselves espn abc fox whoever the, the broadcast oh is, man you're the barking up 
Yep. And I, you're barking up a bad tree there because that's a that that, that word negotiating sounds <laughs> so freaking shady. Go ahead, I'll let you explain it. Yeah. This is going to sound shady, I'm sure. So basically, what? Yeah, the so the Rose Bowl is going to take the next highest. Or this is presuming Ohio State's in the playoffs, one of the top four. The next highest ranked Big Ten team is going to go to the Rose Bowl. Pretty much on contract. It doesn't have to be that way, but that's what the Rose Bowl is going to do. You know, unless you had some awkward scenario where the like, next highest ranked team was seven and had been to the Rose Bowl three years in a row, and then the next, you know, the team below them was one loss behind, ranked ten. Maybe there's some movement they can do there, and the Rose Bowl could say, you know, we were, we're you know, this, you know, we're going to take the tenth ranked team, whoever it is. But if you're looking at a bunch of two and three loss teams, when there's no two game difference between them, which is like a, another bended tiebreaker in this. Where do, where do the bowl committee, where do sponsors, uh, television networks and conferences come down on trying to negotiate the best game, the best game for the teams, the conference, the bowl partners and networks. And that's sort of thing. And that's so where Penn you, State that's where Penn State will benefit, generally speaking, against almost anybody yeah. except for maybe an Ohio State, Michigan, or whatever. If you're Penn if you're these bowls, who would you rather have? Penn State or Iowa? Penn State or Michigan State? You're, you're gen- right. Penn State's generally going to win that discussion. No question. And again, unless you know Penn State was there you know last year or two of the last three or whatever. You know, that sort of thing. If you have those sorts of arguments but a five-year differential, you know, I, I, I wonder. I, I, I do wonder about that. Again, I know the committee, that's what they say, we rank, we don't, you know, and then the Bulls set their, uh, you know, set their games. However, those rankings are integral to the games. So there's, you're telling me after the four that there's not some negotiating being done. Oh, man. I might be some circumspect. It makes that. me. Uh, uh, because, again, right, Mark, yeah. Are 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 some of these bowls bound to take the hot? Because th- this is this is what is so slimy about the, just what even you're suggesting. And I'm not saying you're a slimy, Mark. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying that if these folks, we're supposed to trust them with these rankings, okay? And if if these folks are being swayed by any of this stuff that yeah. we're talking about, then the whole damn system is corrupt. Seriously. Sure. Uh, um, but but do, do they do the does somebody like the Rose Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, do they have to? And I guess there's probably some some scenarios of negotiating there too. But do they have to take the highest ranked team, or is there some lobbying going on after the fact? See if it's after the fact, that's one thing. But if it's before the fact, and these committee members are all sitting in there and saying, I'm I'm going to put Penn State 14 and them 16 because I think Penn State, I think the Rose Bowl would want Penn State more. Yeah. That would be dirty, dirty, dirty. No question, absolutely no question about that. And that's why I'm. That's my my discussion about the negotiation comes into play. And again, you know, John Urschel's on the College Football Playoff Committee. Do I believe John Urschel's going to sit there <laughs> or or anybody? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt of you know. You know, of of having some like you know personal conscience behind their vote. Well, I think John Herschel's going to vote in any direction, specifically with a bowl game uh, in play. I, I really don't know. So that's why, that's why I kind of, I, I I'm going to lean on the side of I'm going to choose to believe that that doesn't come into play. 
But, you know, the way the Bulls have operated for, for you know, five decades, you know, they, they've done worse, you know. Mark Wogan, Richard Sports Illustrated, joining us. And look, we we're playing at the possibility of the Rose Bowl. It is, it is out there. Uh, I do not believe that's going to happen, but it is, it is out there. Do you, do you think it's going to happen, Mark? Here on on November eighth, are they going to the Rose Bowl? <laughs> on November eighth, I'm going to say no. Okay, I'm going to say that. Possible, uh, you know, I throw that out there. You know, I, I wrote the story. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to write this. You know. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm yeah, posting. You look at my stories. I'm not going to write the. But hey, you know, these are shitty ball. That's possible, folks. We oh, sure. we we write stories that people want to read. I'm posting right, this exactly. as a podcast. You read. Hey, yeah. they can go to the Rose Bowl. That's absolutely. <laughs> what and, and look, it is it is a possibility. I mean, yeah. uh, they, look, they got to beat Michigan and then Michigan State and not screw up against Rutgers. Yeah. So, and it's more of a possibility. It was more of a possibility Sunday than it was Saturday. Oh my gosh, having so. with Minnesota having lost. And, yeah, and, you know, especially Michigan State. Illinois, having I mean, lost, right? And exactly, Illinois. Holy <laughs> hell! Holy hell! I mean, look, Illinois beat Minnesota. Good, good, good for Brett Bielema. I, I mean, mm-hmm. they've got a good defense. There's no question. Illinois has got a good defense. But my God, man, that Illinois game. If you just think, and by the way, we're going to get to our bowl predictions here in a second. I have an idea of where I think they're going to go. We'll see what Mark thinks. But if you think about that Illinois loss, if if they beat Michigan, Rutgers, and Michigan State, just what that Illinois loss will have cost this team. Yeah, it cost them a Rose Bowl. I mean, I think assertively cost them a Rose Bowl. No question. And how much does it cost James Franklin? Uh, and look, we we we'll, we can dive into that as the weeks go on. But but let's let's get into the bowl possibilities because uh, look, there, there there are a lot of these bowl projections out there. If, if it's not the Rose Bowl, you got the Citrus Bowl, which is a really good New Year's Bowl mm-hmm. in in uh, in Orlando. I've loved going there. You got the the Outback Bowl in Tampa. I've loved going there. What have we been there thirty seven times? I mean, yeah. I, I like I like the Outback Bowl. But it has been ten years. Yeah, that's you know, true. That, that's a good point. Years, yeah, 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 that was Urban Meyer in Florida, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, then you've got the, uh, I guess, the Music City Bowl in Nashville is a possibility. Um, if I had to, if I had to uh, project right now, I, I think they lose to one of the Michigans. I think they beat Michigan and then lose to Michigan State. But either way, at eight and four, I think they go to the Outback Bowl. The team I want to see them play is is. Because uh, I want to ask this dude about his eating habits, because it's freaking disgusting as all get out. But I want to see them play Kentucky and Will Levis right. in the Outback Bowl, because this dude eats bananas with the peels on, and while they're brown and disgusting, and he eats he he. he dr- By the way, we were talking coffee earlier. He puts mayonnaise in his damn coffee. I want to. S- I will say that's ruining the mayonnaise, not the coffee. Nice, that's good. I, I want to <laughs> sit down with Will Levis and get to know Will Levis because we don't get to know these players yeah. by Zoom and all that. Bowl games, you get to sit down right next to them, kind of rapid-fire some questions. So for me, I, I one, I do think they're going to go to the Outback Bowl because I think they're going to go 8-4. So I, I feel pretty comfortable with the Outback Bowl, whether it's Kentucky. There's projections out there of Auburn. Come on, man. Nobody wants to see Penn State-Auburn again. That's ridiculous. Nobody would put that game together. No. Absolutely not. Ole Miss, no. I mean, whatever. But I, I'm going to go Outback Bowl versus Kentucky, Mark. What do you think? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I don't know the opponent, but I'm going to lean out back bowl too because I like eight and four as well. I've seen Las Vegas bowl. That that's presuming seven and five. I have a hard time seeing. I just have a hard time seeing that game come into play if there are teams a little you know a little more Western available. Iowa, Wisconsin. Who's Purdue, the opponent in that? What's the what is that a Big Ten a, versus? Um, it's a, I believe it's Pac-12. Oh man! Hey, look, I, you're, you're. I believe that's a flip. I believe that's like a. This is the first year it's the Big Ten, and I think the Big Ten and the Big Twelve will flip. Wouldn't they love against the Pac-12? Oh my gosh! So wouldn't Vegas love to have Penn State? And quite frankly, I, I mean, think Penn the projection State, I saw, yeah, it was Penn State UCLA. Penn State fans would game. love to go out there, wouldn't they? <laughs> Absolutely. I just, I wonder about that. Would Penn? State, I guess maybe the problem with that game. Is the, would television want Penn State on? At, at, it's a 10:30 p.m. Eastern start because it's a night game in Vegas. I I just wonder about that. I'm wondering if the first year, the first year of the Big Ten now won, you, you, could you make a splash with that? Absolutely, mm-hmm. by dropping Penn State in that game, and maybe that does blow up. You know, it keeps people up a little later at night, and it does get you know uh, it gets some West Coast crowd into that game. Penn State-UCLA is an interesting game to drop into Vegas, mm-hmm. no doubt, but I just, I'm, I I don't know. I would I would lean toward a 7-5 Penn State team going to the Music City, having not been there, either just in a regional sense. Yeah, and that would be James maybe, Franklin going back to yeah. Nashville, which right. is, I mean, that's... And that's, if, that's much less of an if. issue anymore. Yeah. Right, exactly. But let's, let's knock on wood there, because... Uh, or the interim coach. Going yeah, on. right. If James, <laughs> here, here's the thing. Uh, I was, I didn't go to Maryland. I mean, uh, I, I, I had some other things going on. I travel is different now in the post-COVID world. I, I wasn't necessarily going to go to Michigan State, but uh, there's, there's the chance that could be James Franklin's last mm-hmm. game because to me, if he leaves for USC or LSU, and look, we don't know if he will or not, but if he leaves, I don't think he coaches the bowl game. He, I don't think he's coaching an eight and four. A team in a bowl game, Mark, do you? 
Absolutely not. I mean, if he leaves, he's going to get hired before December, what is it, 15th? Yeah, signing day. This is early signing. There's absolutely no way he coaches the bowl game. My curiosity would be who... Um, who would? Who would? Right, know? because, look, we let's just speculate. But, but let's finish our bowl discussion here. I'm going to go Outback Bowl. For, look, I wouldn't mind seeing Ole Miss either because yeah. that, that'd be awesome to see uh, Joey Porter, although he's had a lot of penalties lately. He's still a good player. And Jaquan Brisker and Jair Brown against Matt Coral, who's going to be right. a top-five NFL pick, uh, and, that'll, and Lane Kiffin. That, that'd be a fun matchup, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely no question. All right, so, so I'm going to put I'm going to put James Franklin in the Outback Bowl. I don't think we're going to get to the interim sense. I think he's still here, but my interim coach, I think, ah, God, we've had we actually speculated on this discussion earlier. I was I was toggling between Brent Pry and Terry Smith, and I would Brent Pry go with him. See, that's what's interesting. And, uh, if you're, I don't. We've seen some of these situations where coaches leave before bowl games. I guess I haven't paid close enough attention, Mark, to how many people they take with him immediately. Yeah, you, you'd have right. to think Brent Pry would either look. If Brent Pry goes with James Franklin to say USC, does he go the first week? Or does he stay and coach a bowl game? Or and look, Brent Brent could decide this is the time he wants to go get a head coaching job, so exactly. that could be out there too. But do, does does the head coach need to bring his primary staffers right away, or can't? I don't I don't know that. I haven't paid close enough attention to what these other head coaches are doing in these spots. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I, I, he's got to bring a couple of people, even if it's just, and I'm talking about coaching staff. He's probably got to bring a couple, at least one or two, just to get on, just for recruiting, just to get, you know, just to have bodies going out visiting in that open, you know, in that open time that they, when they can, I'm not sure exactly what the calendar looks like, but at least they're making take calls. And then to have some sort of recruiting coordinator in place, that's sort of like, it's, you know, one of his chief of staff, like those staff members would be, I think they would be on, you know, moving on to, I don't, I, you know, in the, again, working in the theoretical, I don't think James Franklin would want to leave Penn State. You know, if he's if he's putting together a staff, you know, that he would theoretically take somewhere. I don't think you want to leave Penn State hanging for a bowl game with six assistants or whatever. Yeah, that'd be is. bad. You know? it, would be, it would be yeah. bad. And and I, all things being equal, you you you'd just assume it's Brent Pry. <laughs> Uh, but Terry Smith is a good because I, I don't think Terry I don't think Terry goes with James Franklin. Mm-hmm. I think Terry is a Penn Stater and he will stay here and he'll be the first hire of the of if there yeah, were to be in the of next. Like what Larry coach. Johnson was right. with uh, with Bill O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mark Wogenrich from Sports Illustrated. Look, there's a lot of theoreticals there, but we're <laughs> we're getting close. You know, we we have to talk about these things. There's only three games left, and the the these next three weeks will have a huge determining factor on Penn State football for the next decade, Mark. No, there, there's no question. There's no question that they will. And I'm I'm leaning in the camp that we're going to settle on something for, for next year, that we're not going to be in a coach search. I, I just don't, I don't see that as being a situation that we're getting ourselves into. The one thing I did 
after the Illinois game, I was getting some emails from people saying, you know, that they have to have to fire James Franklin. And I said, congratulations on your choice. Um, where do you want to send the check to cover the $26 million buyout? Yeah, yeah they're not firing. So, He's got a lot of time left. I mean, even if this yeah. the rest of the season just collapses. But one thing, just as, as we close this up, because I think this is really fascinating. I, I've heard from some people up there that I, I do trust and they know that Bill O'Brien wants the Penn State job if it were to come open. Um, and again, we don't know, but I just my initial reaction to that mark is no. I mean, I I loved what Bill did. I will I will go to war with anybody over Bill O'Brien's tenure because he saved Penn State football. Yeah. Penn State football could have sunk to the ocean if they had gotten the wrong guy then. But Bill's an NFL guy. If Bill O'Brien comes back here. Are we not going to be dealing? Let's just say he has great success every year or two. His name's going to be coming up for other jobs, probably in the NFL again. He's never going to be an NFL GM again. That was a disaster. But if he comes to Penn State and crushes it for a year or two, are we not going to be going through that exact same thing with his name coming up for NFL jobs? That was yeah, that was a time and place hire, and it worked out exceptionally well. I think it's in a repeat. You're looking at it in a completely different situation because you're not looking that, at that point. You were looking for a bridge, and I think I'm sure the selection committee and the people who hired him knew all of that. I'm sure Bill O'Brien was completely upfront with them and said, "I don't know. I don't see this as being, you know, a forever job for me. Not that it is for anybody in college football anymore. But I think in that time and place, they wanted, they needed that. They needed that bridge guy." You're not looking for a bridge coach this year. Yeah. In the, the next time you hire one, you are looking. You know, you are looking for kind of. You are looking for a James Franklin type coach, or uh, somebody who then who can take what he's what he has done. Should he leave in the next year, a couple of years, whatever it is, and then build upon that. And I'm not sure that that is Bill O'Brien. Because, you know, partly because of what you said, I'd love to see what he could do. I think it'd be phenomenal. I'd love to see what he could do with an offense with a couple of years in it. But unless he's had some sort of you know, kind of like personal come to Penn State moment and and realized that that was the place that I truly belonged. Yeah. I, and I have a hard, I don't see it. I don't know that for a fact at all, but it's something that I can't see at this moment. Yeah, neither can I. That would surprise me. He's yeah. an NFL guy. I hope Bill gets another shot in the NFL, either as a yeah. coordinator or, or a head coach. He, he he belongs in the NFL. That's that's where he's a, he would be a good fit. Mark Wogenrich from Sports <laughs> Illustrated. That's a great discussion, buddy, on a lot of fronts. I appreciate it, man. Enjoy the yeah, rest I of your day. I appreciate it. Right. Hey, enjoy the soda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy.